Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, y'all? We are back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. It's late. It was a crazy day. The Avalanche celebrated their Stanley Cup championship in Denver. Absolutely incredible to see the parade in person. I mean, first time I ever got to do that. Couldn't go to the Broncos one back in 2016, unfortunately, but it, it was just everything I hoped it would be. Really exciting, really emotional. But just a lot of people having fun. I mean, the vibes were awesome down there. I didn't see any fights. I didn't see very many people, you know, acting like morons. Inevitably, when people start drinking at, you know, 6, 7 a.m., it's going to happen a little bit. But I thought people were cool, which was much appreciated. I got to be down there with my brother and my cousin, Jay, and my dad, which was just awesome. Not going to lie, was a little annoyed that all this drama went down in college football on a, you know, one of the few days I was supposed to be off, but that's just how it works. If you missed it, if you, you know, live with your head under a rock or something, USC and UCLA leaving for the Big Ten in 2024, massive implications on the rest of college football. I, I doubt the Big Ten is done. I doubt the SEC is done. It really seems like those two leagues are pretty close to forming their own deal at this point. Maybe we end up with a different subdivision altogether. I don't know. The truth is, it's too early to say for sure what this means for CSU. I will say my gut reaction is that this news was way worse for CU than it was for CSU because obviously this just cripples the Pac-12, makes it completely irrelevant. Don't get me wrong, there's some really incredible schools in there. Stanford, you know, the University of Washington, Oregon, those are all uh, schools, excuse me, that I would love to have CSU be affiliated with in a league. But without USC, I mean, the Pac-12 is is screwed. It's it's completely screwed because they were barely hanging on to relevancy, you know, with USC. And I think there was some excitement now that Lincoln Riley was coming over and they had all these transfers that the program could potentially be back. And now the whole thing is blown up. So we'll just kind of have to see how this all plays out. Uh, I'll talk about this tomorrow with Henry and with Jake Schwanitz, our draft guys, college football aficionados on staff. Just, you know, what this means for college football as a whole, uh, what the implications are for CU and CSU specifically. Again, it's all going to be speculation, but I would say when the dust settles, if CSU is in the current version of the Mountain West and like nothing changes, you know, in a year or two, uh, that'd be pretty disappointing at this point. Either the Mountain West needs to finally go out and be active and, you know, convince, you know, Oregon State or whatever some of these schools to come over. Or, you know, schools like CSU, San Diego State, you know, Boise State, they got to end up in 
you know, one of these Big 12, Pac-12 leftover conferences of, like, misfit toys. That's why I think it, although I think this news is definitely bad for college football as a whole, like, the way we know it, at least, I- I'm not sure it's, like, awful for CSU, who could, could potentially end up in a league with different schools that are maybe a little bit more high-profile than the ones they're with now. I don't know. I will say that as a as a guy that grew up loving college football and and not just for the sport itself, like the action on the field, but also just the history, the tradition, the rivalries, the fans, all of it mattering communities to see it all get thrown out, you know, a hundred years worth of history for TV contracts. It's just, it's shitty. This has always been a business. It's always been about money, but we used to at least, you know, put up a facade that some of the other stuff mattered and that illusion kind of matters. Gives you hope. Gives you hope that you have a chance and we're now just kind of drifting towards these two super leagues and everything else being irrelevant or, you know, if if some of these schools that are being left behind in the Pac-12 and Big 12 and ACC could just admit it, you know, admit that they really are being left behind by the SEC and the Big 12 just like, you know, these G5 schools are they could get together and they could, you know, come up with a new division one and let the sec and, and big 10, who knows if they're even going to be in the NCAA when it's all said and done, who knows if the NCAA is going to even exist. It kind of feels like we've probably outgrown it at this point, but my gut says that the schools that are being left behind in those, you know, quote unquote power five leagues are, they're going to be too prideful. Maybe I'll be wrong, but that that's kind of what my gut says. Anyways, we'll talk about this more tomorrow. I'm going to have to think about this more throughout the night. Just, Obviously, so many moving parts. Today, I'm going to play you my interview with Dante Scott. I was able to catch up with him yesterday. A six foot, 295 pound athlete, multi sport athlete at a Bonita Vista High School in Chula Vista, California. He is going to be playing safety for CSU. We talked about that on the podcast today. Defensive coordinator Freddie Banks looking for athletes, not guys with positional experience. Uh, since the last time I've recorded, the Rams have actually picked up three more commits. Uh, They have got a commit from Boom Jock, who is going to be playing linebacker. And I really hope that I'm pronouncing his first name correctly. I looked it up on Google and listened to a bunch of versions. And it all just kind of sounds like a a more subtle way of like, it's not Boom, but it's not Boom either. It's like kind of more subtle in between there. Um, He's a wide receiver and, and safety presently. But he is going to be playing linebacker at CSU. And if you know the history... That is the same route that Joey Porter ultimately took. I love it. I feel like CSU's defense long has been, you know, kind of just unathletic and small and slow. And they're getting some guys in here with really good size that can run. And I think it, I think we're going to see the improvement. They've just, the last 10 years especially, they really haven't been in the same league when it comes to defensive athleticism that, you know, San Diego State, Boise State, some of those teams had. I mean, those defenses were just... They just flew all over the field. I wrote about Jock. If you subscribe to the DNVR.com, go check that out. But like I said, really impressive athlete. Has offers from Boston College, Buffalo, Liberty, Pitt, Virginia, a bunch of Ivy League schools, Dartmouth, Penn, Harvard, Yale, along with football, also plays basketball and participates in track and field. Uh, when you look up Jock, there's actually a lot more articles and you know people talking about his basketball recruitment than football recruitment. But I think the 
you know, the basketball component is going to be really beneficial at linebacker just in terms of side to side movement, you know, your side sideline range, lateral agility, general explosiveness, all that type of stuff. I, I just I really like what this staff is doing in terms of building this defense. I think I think it's going to pay off long term. I think a lot of these guys are going to be, you know, a little bit raw early on. But once you teach them the proper technique and get them comfortable in the system and in their roles, and as long as you don't don't ask too much of them, man, it's going to be awesome. Uh, after Jock, they got a commitment from a wide receiver, Silas Evans III, local commit, George Washington High School in Denver, is a wide receiver, also participates in track, six foot one, 180 pounds. The Rams were able to beat out CU and Oregon State. I'm going to get more into his film and information tonight, along with uh, Christian Martin, the massive and i mean massive six foot five 250 pound offensive tackle that committed to csu out of louisiana the rams beat out mississippi state in houston and louisiana so some really pretty successful teams the rams were able to beat out for him gotta love that bill best really doing a nice job on the recruiting trail really the whole staff i mean i've i've been just super impressed by all these guys chad savage james finley the guys behind the scenes obviously not just the coaches takes a lot of people to successfully host, you know, a, a variety of, you know, high caliber prospects in one weekend because you've got to make sure that everybody feels like they're having a good time. Everybody gets, you know, the same amount of attention and, you know, appreciation. And, you know, there's just a lot of planning and it takes a lot of hands. So I'm very, very pleased with the direction of the program as a whole. Even if the state of college football nationally feels a little bit shaky to me right now, but I want to get to that interview with Dante Scott because it was really, really enjoyable. He is just a really, really down-to-earth guy, was very gracious and humble, allowed us to get to know him a little bit beyond the football field as well. And I always appreciate, you know, when guys can can get out of their shell. So I, I just think it was a really good interview. And I know you guys are gonna love it. I really appreciate him for giving me some of his time. Looking forward to catching up with some of these other commits as well. They're they're really adding up. I'm gonna have to get going on these. Tougher on the 4th of July, but we'll, we'll keep it moving. All right, we'll get to that interview, but the calf slicer, the Peruvian necktie, there are a ton of ways to come out on top in the octagon. And for UFC 276, there's one more, and that is with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. New customers can bet $5 on any fighter to win, get $100 in free bets, win or lose. Whether it's Adesanya with a knockout kick or a powerful punch from Cannoneer, you're going to win no matter what. On top of that, with DraftKings Same Game Parlay, you can turn a small bet into a big payday, combine multiple bets like which fighter will win, number of knockouts, and more. For UFC 276, you can place the Same Game Parlay, and if it hits, you're going to win double. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use that promo code DNVR so they know that we sent you, you're going to bet $5 on any UFC 276 fighter to win, and you're going to get $100 in free bets no matter what. Remember that code DNVR. This Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. I also want to talk about athletic greens because, look, we all want to be healthier, but we don't all necessarily have the time. When you take athletic greens, you're going to have more energy. You're going to have an optimized immune system. If you don't like taking pills or vitamins, this is going to be an easier way to get all of the nutrients that you need. And, and look, it, it tastes good. That's the best part. I've been on it for a couple of months. I, I really cannot recommend it enough. 
It's got 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. It's just a really effective way to start your day right. It supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, aging, all the things that you are going to want to focus on. I just do it in the morning. You know, Get up, get it done, incorporate it just like brushing your teeth, taking a shower, whatever. I typically put it in uh, orange naked smoothie, but you can put it straight in your water. What's really cool about it is it's lifestyle friendly. So whether you are keto, paleo, vegan-free, dairy-free, gluten-free, you're good. It has less than one gram of sugar, no artificial anything while still tasting good. And it costs less than $3 a day. If you're investing in your health, it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. They have over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's recommended by professional athletes, trusted by leading health experts such as Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervais. I mean, guys, these people are much smarter than me. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the summer. You want to stay nice and healthy. Just one scoop every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Go to athleticgreens.com slash ram so they know I sent you and they are going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. That's athleticgreens.com slash rams. One more time, just for the people in the back, to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance, go to athleticgreens.com slash rams. All right, all right, all right. Let's get to that interview with Dante Scott. All right, joining me on the DNVR Rams podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. We've got Dante Scott, Bonita Vista High School athlete, recently committed to CSU football. First off, congratulations. And I just kind of want to ask you, you know, what was that moment like? Because I have to imagine it was, you know, kind of a, a lifelong dream come true. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. And honestly, it's always been my dream ever since I started playing football, just going to college, committing. And it was really big for me. And I already knew I wanted to go to Colorado State after the official visit. And I didn't. I just realized there's no point in waiting if I already knew I was going to go there. So I committed the date right after. We'll talk about your visit a little bit here in in just a second. So you went home, I imagine. Did you talk it through kind of with your family and stuff? So my dad came with me um, on my official visit. He really liked it the entire time. He was talking to my family, texting them uh, back home, telling them that's a really good environment. Like it's something a parent would really like. And telling them, obviously, I really liked it because I really liked everything I heard, everything I was shown. So he would really help me out and he was supportive. All my whole family was supportive since they knew already. Like they already knew and trusted me to go with my gut and whatever I felt like going. That's got to be a nice feeling. I've I've always wondered if that's kind of an awkward process for high school commits because obviously your family wants you to, you know, go where you want to go. But I think there's probably also a part of them that's like, yeah, but I want you to be by us too, you know? Definitely, but... It's only around a, an hour and 30 minute flight from where I'm from, San Diego. But for my dad, obviously in Hawaii, it's really far. I feel like anywhere I go, since he's in Hawaii, it's going to be really far for him. So he's happy with the suit. Yeah, it's kind of a challenge. Yeah. Benefit though, I mean, Hawaii's in the Mountain West at least. So I mean, you know, you, oh, yeah. you'll have an opportunity to go out there. Oh yeah, play there. It'd be real nice to play in Hawaii. Did that factor into your decision at all? I mean, San Diego State and Hawaii also both being in the Mountain West that you would get some opportunities to play close to family? Um, I definitely wasn't really thinking about that. I really just really like the feel of it and 
it's it's close. I didn't want to. It's it's not all the way in the East Coast, like you know, a lot of colleges. It's real close. It's still in the West Coast, right next to San Diego, right next to Hawaii, or the closest one to Hawaii. Just, so what what do you think? You said your dad really likes you know the environment and that it you know your family would like it. Why is that? Do you think what what did he like about it? What was he talking about? Well, Coach Norvell and his staff they really pretty pretty much said you can leave your kid with us and trust us with them because obviously I've grown up with my parents. I've been with them all seventeen of my life. They never really left me with no one. And when I go when you go to college, that's like your first time leaving home. And they really like set the tone saying that. We will teach your son how to become a man, pretty much guide them throughout college, make sure they're on the right track, lead them for success and on and off the field, of course. How much did that stand out to you? I mean, did you get a really genuine vibe when talking to these coaches? Definitely. The whole experience, me and my dad, we just kept talking about how genuine it felt. Like it felt so real and just felt like so comfortable. All the coaches, they're like on par with each other. You could tell like they've worked with each other for a long time and They've been genuine with each other for a long time. And I really like that about that staff because they have worked together for a long time. I saw in your bio, you know, you have athlete. I, I assumed, I guess, that you would be playing wide receiver based on your stats, but I, I wanted to confirm with you. Is that the plan to play wide receiver or is it kind of come to campus and figure it out? So at Colorado State, they actually recruited me for safety. Okay, safety so I was completely wrong. I'm glad we got that on the, on the <laughs> <Sure>. record. <laughs> So high school, uh, my junior year, I played mainly receiver and I actually played uh, a little bit of defensive end. Okay. Where I got, where I got six sacks. So I, I was usually used as a speed rusher just because with my speed, no, no lineman was touching me. And I would just get to the quarterback, get to running back all the time. But this year I'm going to be playing uh, safety and corner. I'm going to be splitting, but mainly safety just, just because of what's the situation. And I'm really excited because I feel like I could do really good with safety. And just because my speed and my hands and my ball catching ability and the ball hawk abilities, once the ball's in the air, no matter what position I'm at, I'm going to get the ball. Do you like the physicality of the position? I mean, obviously, there's you know a lot of contact if you're, if you're playing safety. Oh, yes, sir. Definitely. Because DN, I feel like defensive line is one of the most contact. And I really like that. Using my speed, using my hands, especially you have to use your hands a lot. Getting the D line, you're going to be messing with the big O line players all the time, and it's rough. Sometimes you get double teamed. But as a safety, I feel like I can read the field more and cut down, come down faster on people, and not have to really mess with the O line as much. You know, so one of the things that Freddie Banks talked about when he was hired is that, you know, to find good defensive backs, good defensive ends, sometimes you have to go out and you have to find people that are playing offense. Is that, you know, kind of part of the process that they talked about? Look, man, like we really like your athleticism. We think it's going to translate much better on this side. Yes, sir. Definitely. Because the, the one thing they always told us is they recruit athletes, not positions. And they find the best athlete, put them where they, they, because they evaluate us. They really evaluate us on the film, see where we would fit. And they really put into our minds what position we'd be best at based off our athletic ability. And I really like that about them because they recruit athletes. He's got a good track record. I mean, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Troy Anderson, but at Montana State, he started at quarterback. They moved him over to linebacker. He ended up being oh. the second round pick of the Falcons. Crazy. I heard that story. He was playing quarterback, went to linebacker, got drafted. And I, yeah, all his, he was telling me too, like most of his defensive players over the years that he's, he's taught, they've been offensive players. Like was that something that you you thought about like before talking to CSU or, or were you kind of planning on being an offensive player but before this kind of came to fruition? 
So before this uh, came up, senior year, I plan on playing actually receiver and safety. So it kind of worked out for me just because I'm going to be playing that position anyways. And now it's just going to make me strive more and more to get better at that position on both sides. Does it change like how you have to prepare it all? Like, are you going to be trying to put on weight or anything like that? No, they just want me to stay fast. So <laughs> that's what they've been telling me. And they said, when I get there, they'll put on all the weight, all the muscle I need to be. They just want me to stay fast because I speed is everything. Speed kills. Well, I, I was kind of going through your Twitter and I, I saw that um, you, you recently took up track that you hadn't done it all throughout high school, but that you wish you did. Did you notice a big impact as, as far as football goes this past year? Definitely. Since this was actually my uh, first year running track and I kind of joined late too. I joined around a month late. So I was going, I didn't really know much. I was just, I just knew I was fast and the coaches really liked me because they came to my, actually one of my football games, they told me I need to run track. So coming in, I already knew I was, I'm not running no long distance. I'm doing the <laughs> shortest distance. So I ran the hundred meter and uh, I also did long jump because the jumping coach saw my speed and he wanted me to try long jump. Did it one time in practice, told me I'm doing long jump. And then ever since then, I started doing it. So then I really enjoyed it, actually. I really learned how to run. I learned to run on my feet, on my toes, on the track. I felt like I got a lot faster from it, too. So I, that really helped me get light on my toes, get to where I need to get faster. And in my 100, for my 100 meter, I ran a 10.77. And then for a long jump, I jumped a 21.9. And it was my yeah, my first, my first time ever doing track. So I really like that. I feel like senior year, I can get those times way more impressive a lot more training what's harder football practice or track practice because like i was lazy man i'm not gonna lie i hated cardio i'd rather get hit than have to run sprints i'm gonna be honest track i say is more tiring because it's just running 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 over 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 football is so much into it it's, running is part of it like for, for a receiver example you have to be athletic fast conditioned know how to run routes catch the ball, vision, get open. So it's a lot that goes into a different position on football. I feel like for track, you just have to be really athletic and just fast and just run hard every time. I know you have some experience, you know, on the defensive side. So it's not as if you're going into this, you know, completely new. But do you feel like having that receiver background is especially beneficial just given, you know, you know what the routes are going to look like and kind of can see the body movement. Just like, oh, this guy's he's doing this. Yes, sir. Definitely. I feel like as a receiver too, like it really is going to help me as a safety watching all the receivers. Cause I'm going to know exactly what I would want to do to get open, what I would want to do to get the ball. So I feel like that can really help me in reading the receivers, seeing what they're doing. And I feel like the transition from offense to defense is way smoother than defense to offense. It's just it's a completely different ball game. Why is that? I feel like from when you go from defense to off, cause offense is more of, you're either going to play like receiver, running back, slot. You're more of catching balls, scoring touchdowns, like running more routes more than when you're covering on defense. It's, it's more like you run. On defense, you can still run and just hit people and just be aggressive. And offense, as an offensive player, you can also be an aggressive player too. I feel like the benefit on offense is you kind of know most of the time, like, this is what I'm doing. Like, obviously, you're going to have coverage responsibilities and all that. But I feel like the tough part about defense is it goes from, all right, I'm running this route to trying to react to what somebody else is doing instead. 
Uh, on defense, yeah, you're given a plan, but it's it's not going to go as as what it goes because it's it's obviously based on what the offense does, and you have to transition and change. That's why you're on defense when you're learning your defense. You're given so many different situations. What was your visit like? I mean, what what was your reaction when you saw campus and the stadium and all that? So when I first saw the stadium and football facility, I was just in shock. I was not expecting it to be that crazy because the football facility is six floors, like crazy stadium, 41,000 people seating. It was just truly a crazy experience when just going in the middle of the field, thinking like, this is where I might be playing, looking, looking around, seeing all the fans. And it's crazy. Like the whole campus too, because they took us on a campus tour. They have green everywhere. It's a lot different than San Diego. In San Diego don't really have that many like trees and grass everywhere, but going onto that campus, you see a lot of green grass everywhere, trees everywhere. And I really like, I really like that environment. It's funny you say that. That's, I mean, I hear that all the time from people when, you know, the very first time they get on CSU, it's, it's what stood out to me. Like if you visit CSU versus the university of Colorado, which is in Boulder, it's just, they have very pretty buildings, but it's like all concrete and like CSU is yeah. grass and open and trees and it's, it's peaceful. Very peaceful. It's very nice, peaceful. It just, it just feels like kind of like you're in a little quiet forest. Did you have fun like interacting with some of the other prospective recruits? Oh yeah. We all linked up. We all like at the end of each dinner, we were each given a host, which was a full player in the team actually. So then we all went to like, you know, a football player's apartments. We all talked, hanged out, had fun, really interact, you know, get each other's socials, Twitters, Instagram. And we still like text to the day. So, you know, talk about recruitment, talk about CSU. And really, that's all. Who is your host? My host was uh, actually the starting safety, Henry, uh, Henry. Henry Blackburn. Henry Blackburn. That's a fun time. Yes, he's sir. a Colorado kid. Oh, yeah, he's. He's real. He's funny. He's funny. Yeah, he's a good <laughs> kid. I like him though. Did you get an opportunity to like go out to eat in town or anything like that? So on Saturday we went to eat at this steakhouse. I I forgot. Probably the name. Sunny Lubick's. I I think it was that one or another one because I remember it was in downtown of Fort Collins and they were talking about there's two steakhouses and it was this one and another one and Might it was so good. Too. It it You're... was like under it was underground. Okay. Yeah. You had a good time though? Good time. It was fun. All the recruits are there, their families. And then like, it was like a coach at each table too. So it was like, you're sitting with your family and then there's a coach, coach there. You just talk to him the entire time you're eating. I imagine, you know, Freddie Banks played a big part in your recruitment process, but kind of who else yes, were you talking to? Oh, I was talking to, you know, Coach Savage, Coach Chad Savage. So both of them, they actually really recruited me the most is because before they even uh, offered me, when they were first talking to me, they both came out to my school, actually. Coach Savage came to my school twice. Did that impress you that he like made that trip multiple times before he definitely showed me, showed, showed me that they wanted me. And like they're willing to come out all the way to San Diego. So come to my school, too, just for me. Was that like a big part of why you wanted to commit at this point? I mean, you still have your whole senior year, obviously. Are you still going to be taking other visits or did you just kind of want to find your home so that you could just focus, you know, and then have it all be determined? Well, it really is good to like have my home and focus and go throughout my whole senior year, committed somewhere where I can interact with the coaches the entire year, talk with the players, you know. So throughout my whole senior year, I have that time to build up a relationship and really get to know CSU. And it really felt like I, as soon as I, I already knew I was going to commit. So I just didn't want to wait no longer. <laughs> 
you mentioned that it stood out to you that you know they came out and visited you. What else kind of stood out to you about Freddie Banks? Obviously, just given that he's going to be your defensive coordinator. And honestly, his, yeah, honestly, all his knowledge. Because I went in his um, positions room, we had a little meeting, and he was talking about his defense and like pretty much what I'd be learning. And like he was saying so much stuff that I have yet to learn because I still need to go there. And it's just so different the college, the college knowledge than high school knowledge. Definitely with like position wise, because he knows a lot, and I could definitely tell like he will get me on track and teach me all this stuff and really give me the best player I can be. Is that a little bit like daunting, kind of overwhelming? I mean, obviously you have plenty of time to figure all this out, but it's, I mean, it's going to be a big jump. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a big jump. I'm, I'm ready for the challenge. I'm excited. I'm ready to get to work. Help CSU win games. That's the main goal. Awesome, man. I'm, I don't want to take up too much of your time here, so I'm going to, I'm going to let you go here in a couple minutes. But I do want CSU fans to get a chance to kind of know you a little bit outside sure. of football. So I'm going to ask you kind of a tough question. It's just an icebreaker, nothing to be nervous about. If you could be like at the top of your field in any profession outside of football or sports altogether, what would it be? Like if you could be the world's best heart surgeon or the world's best rapper, you know, what would you pick and why? I'd probably have to pick. That's hard. You're good. Take your time. I mean, it's it's a it's a crazy question. It's not something you think about. I would probably be the world's best cooker. I like world's that. Best chef. Just because I love food so much and I'm not the best at cooking. And I really want to learn way more, like how to cook more. And if I could learn how to make like meals for myself, I would never go out. I'd just be at home all day, buy groceries. It'd be perfect. What's your favorite food then off of that? Oh. It's hard because I don't have a favorite. I just I get so it. much. I have so much I like. Like down here, well, name San a couple. Diego. Like, what are your go tos? Like, if and I've heard like I've heard the Mexican food in particular is great in San Diego. Crazy the tacos, carne asada fries, everything. Carne asada ah, fries tough to beat. That's 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 tough to beat. That's my go- that's my go to all the time. <laughs> we need more of that out here. I will I will warn you. That's the one thing. There's good Mexican food in Colorado. I like it. But you're in like the U.S. capital in terms of Mexican food, so be prepared for that. <laughs> All right, is there carne asada fries up there? I believe so. Uh, there definitely are in Denver, um, Fort Collins. I'll have to check. Well, if not, we're gonna make it happen. I'm gonna I'm gonna petition. Yeah, to like, we need it from a recruiting standpoint <laughs> to get people. We need the carne <laughs> asada fries. <laughs> I'm gonna need that when I go there. What uh, what kind of hobbies do you have? Do you like do you do anything outside of you know, football training, it could be simple, just, you know, watching Netflix shows or, you know, playing golf, whatever it may be. Well, I grew up actually playing video games my whole life. So okay. I really love, I literally love playing video games. Like whenever I have off time, obviously in my off time, I, I love to get extra work, training, uh, recovery, anything I can. But then when I have my off time, I play video games with my friends, you know, my teammates, we all play, hop on the game, connect. And really that's what I just love doing. What's the go-to game right now? Right now, so 2K is dying. I can't say 2K no more. Madden, <laughs> I, I'm excited for Madden 23. I've seen like all the new stuff coming out, the one-on-ones too, the receiver DB one-on-ones. So I'm excited for that. And COD, I grew up playing COD all my life. One thing I'm curious about, just given you know younger generations, 
Did you ever think about like the NCAA football video games? I mean, they got discontinued after 2014. So it, it sounds like they may be coming back in the future. Is that anything you've ever thought about? I actually heard about um, them coming back and I actually got excited about that because I remember when I was younger, I used to play at my grandma's house in New Orleans. I used to play the NCAA games because they had the old ones. And I uh-huh. just used to remember playing those, like playing at Alabama, LSU, and just being like, I didn't even know they had a college football game. <laughs> oh, that makes me feel so old, man. Not gonna <laughs> lie. But it's all right. All right. Last thing I'm gonna ask you, then I'm gonna let you out of here. I I what is your favorite uniform? Because obviously when they come out, they they show you all the swag, the uniform combos. You got the green and gold, the all green, you know, the orange, the state pride with the logo, uh, the gray. You know, which one was your favorite and why? Definitely the all white. All white hat is I feel like all white is just perfect for every uniform. It's just, especially the Colorado State one, I really liked it because in my actual, my photo shoot, I had my all white uniform and then I had the the orange, um, it was a white and orange helmet with uh-huh. the orange sleeve. So I kind of mixed it up a little bit because that helmet's not really supposed to go on all white, but I just really like all white pants, all white jersey. I just feel like it looks so clean. It's easy to match with the white sock, you know, white sleeve, white towel. It just looks clean and perfect. <laughs> Do you play better when you feel good about the way you look? I mean, you hear different perceptions on that, but I genuinely believe in it. Like, I think there's a confidence level of just being out and feeling loose. Definitely feeling confident, feeling like you're perfect, comfortable. I feel like that really helps you in your game. I feel like every factor helps you in a football game. Awesome, man. Well, it was great to catch up with you again. Congrats on your I appreciate commitment. it. I'm really looking forward to seeing your senior year and, and how that all plays out, but I just appreciate you for coming on and you know letting us get to know you a little bit. Thank you. I appreciate this opportunity. Blessed to come on here, you know, share my share my life a little bit. And thank you. Awesome, buddy. Go Rams. Go Rams. Peaches out of palisades, sweet as mama's marmalade. This shit sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony. The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums. My mama slapped that bass, my sister sang these songs. Dancing under canopies, we thank the trees for all their leaves. We are just some drops of water together, make up seven seas. And one day I'll be like my father, one day I will learn to breathe. I'm choking on the thought that I am not the man I wanna be. I got blood on my shirt, like I wear my heart on my sleeve. She said I look good in red, but that went straight to my head. So now she's rocking my teeth, tucked into new Prada jeans. And we ain't spoke in a month, but I just saw her last week. The lipstick stain still on my cheek, like we ain't talk enough. And we always seem to laugh, but never nod at us. So the future's looking grim, it's kinda ominous. And this song ain't about love, that'd be too obvious. See, this is more about lust and all of my misconceptions. And this is more about me and all of my self-deception. I'll tell myself a lie 100 times, don't need corrections But every night I pray to God, I hope I learn my lesson And the peaches out from Palisade And they sweet as mama's marmalade And this should sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums And my mama slapped that bass, and my sister sang these songs Dancing hand in hand, we were tripping to left feet Like a middle school slow dance, no one knew how to lead But I'm so thankful for these days, they put a smile on my face Flirt with me when you're bored, that's what I'm here for Talk to me softly, till I get a little more Attached to the fact that you reply so quickly Dash and retract only when you 
get sick of me Sit back reminiscing back to when I got them digits I swear I need a witness of somebody quick with pinches I was out there floating, all them feelings felt indigenous To places I don't visit, heart eyes when I'm grinning Heart eyes and them emojis, you said you won't be on me I said you won't be lonely, you can't count on me Like a bank teller counter, ain't never felt prouder Never holding back, don't got a front when I'm around her I wanna listen more like maybe I should say less I'm not sure how to make an album, this is just my best guess My best friends are producers, send me beats, I bump the playlist Imagine all the hours Ableton was stuck on repeat All for me to rap about some girls who didn't like me SB 404s and stupid bars, all wrote on loose leaf I wait a lot on promises that sound like maybes My contact's still just numbers, but in person call me baby Like why I fall in love with every girl that wanna date me Introspective but scatterbrained on the daily I'll make a tape with the homies and rap the same thing I know it's just rhymes but it sounds like everything And the peaches out from Palisade And they sweet as mama's marmalade And this shit sound like summer days The windows down on harmony The family band sing harmonies My daddy played the drums My mama slapped that bass And my sister sang these songs Dancing hand in hand We were tripping to left feet Like a middle school slow dance No one knew how to leave But I'm still thankful for these days They put a smile on my face